Welcome to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. I'm Christopher Dedian, founder and CEO of Dedian Enterprises, Inc. We are committed to optimize people's performance with tools such as peak performance speaking, coaching, and consulting programs for a worldwide international community. We believe that the only difference between where you are and where you want to be is acquiring the knowledge you need and consistently utilizing that knowledge to become a peak performing individual in every area of your life. Stick around until the end of the show where we will reveal how you can become the next guest on the fastest growing inspirational educational podcast on the planet in 20 to 30 minutes. Let's go. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Today, we have a special guest. Her name, April Sabral. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, David. How are you? I am doing fantastic. So what I need you guys to do is I need you to go check out her website, retailu.ca, okay? Look, if you just want to say hello after what you're hearing, maybe, hey, you know what? I thought that was real interesting. I want to check a little bit more out. You can email her at april at retailu.ca. That's what I need you to do. But first, let's find out who April is. So do you mind giving us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, things like that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I grew up in the UK with um, two American parents and uh, got my first job in retail when I was like 16 and then um, kind of moved up the ranks through retail, uh, moved to Miami. I lived in Canada for 16 years and now I'm located just outside San Francisco. But um, I started off as a part-time retail salesperson and worked for companies like Starbucks, Gap, Apple, um, luxury brands. And then my last role was a vice president of a retailer with 250 stores in Canada. So I led as like a C-suite woman leader, which I'm kind of proud of, <laughs> before I left two years ago to start my own company. Mm, crazy journey. Crazy journey. Yeah. So explain that to me. How do you see yourself as kind of like a peak performer in the aspect of retail? Because retail is a it's a job that is a very thankless job and it's a people job, but it's a job where anybody can get um, a role in it, right? Like you don't have to go to college to get a job in retail. And actually a lot of people in retail kind of have this thing that they they call it their accidental career <laughs> because it wasn't what they planned to do uh-huh. um but i mean i moved up the ranks you know over a 20 year period with no college education and became you know a c suite six figure owner and so you know you have to be a peak performer to be able to do that right and i never actually applied for any role in my whole career i was always recruited um into those roles and it's it's all to do with leadership like I am a leadership coach now and an expert in leadership and actually wrote a book about it so yeah I think that if you if you're if you really want something you just have to go after and get it and that's what I always did I was the easiest person to manage and the first person to put my hand up to say I'll take on new projects and Mm -hmm. and I moved around the world with it so I like it I like it so what and how did you build up the confidence to be able to do that? Because just thinking about retail, that's sitting in front of people, having to try to sell them something or get them to go this way or that way. Like, how did you how did you develop yourself over time to be able to hone in on those skills? I mean, through trial and error, a lot of it, um, just through learning, through 
not having such great experiences and then always finding mentors, you know? So I remember back to like when I lived in Miami back in 2005, I want to say I, I was a store manager at the time and I had a regional director um, that I reached out to and I said, you know, I want to have a mentorship conversation with you. And like one day I want to have your job and how do I do that? And so he, you know, he gave his, gave me his words of wisdom and, and part of those words of wisdom was, you know, people work for people and you got to have a team that want to perform for you and you've got to be able to develop other leaders. And if you can do that, then you'll get promoted and you'll get more responsibility. And so what he told me, I actually listened to, took it to heart and I actually did something about it. So I think, um, that's got a lot to do with it, finding mentors along the way and, you know, connecting and networking. Like on LinkedIn, I have 17,000 people on my LinkedIn network, I want to say now. Mm. And um, and they're all executive C-suite people. So the people that I want to talk to, right, that I want to learn from. And so I reach out to them and say, hey, can I have a conversation? I'd love to learn something about you. And they generally respond. And so that's uh, that's kind of how I got where I want. And I delivered results. You've got to deliver results, right? Like if you're in retail, you've got to deliver results and you've got to do it through an through a engaged team. So that is impressive. Impressive. So I got to dial it back a little bit to what you said, talking about you've been in retail since you've been younger. So like, like you said, was that something that you just found out you were good at and you strived at, or was it just something that kind of like started off this, you know, this performance to where you started getting great at it, you know, like where, what happened in this evolutionary period for yourself? I mean, it wasn't something that at the beginning I saw it as a career. I got kicked out of home at like 17 because I was a terrible teenager and I had to get a job in a retail store. But um, I think when I started taking it seriously is, is, uh, is when I had my first daughter at 23. So I had a reason to kind of strive and drive to, to, to create more for her. And, um, that just motivated me to really want to perform. And so I just really love people and I love making environments for people to feel valued and feel that they can really show up to their job in an authentic way. And it always worked. So I think when I was probably in my late twenties, that's when I started to see that retail could be a real career. Cause up until that point, I was like, yeah, it's just, I'm doing this until I figure out what I want to do, which is a lot of people, by the way. But when I actually decided I want to make this a career and realized that there's so many different avenues in retail, not just working in a store, there's so much more than just selling clothes. Um, and that you can actually earn six figures, you know, and work for these amazing companies that can move you around the world. Well, you know, you just, it was just, then I was like, okay, I want to make a bigger impact. So how can I do that? Instead of impacting one team, I was like, I want to impact, you know, 250 teams. And so, yeah, that was basically what drove me to, to grow my career. So what is your part in retail to where like you have your unique touch on what you're doing and in your business? So uh, I'm just curious. Uh, um, I think it's my leadership style. Uh, and there's something about my leadership style that I can read the room about what's not being said, right? Because like most most people are really interested in themselves, let's say. <laughs> like you talk to people and most people are really interested in themselves and they want to talk about themselves. And so early on in my career, I realized because I, 
well, I was really shy when I was a teenager and I had a really bad lisp and I didn't really like talking. So I just thought if I listened more and asked more questions that the other person would talk and I could learn a lot about people and then it would take the focus off me and I really wouldn't have to say anything. So I realized that was a superpower when it came to leadership, because when people feel supported and accepted who they are because they're feeling listened to, um, people will jump through hoops for you. And so my superpower is really creating those environments and really listening to people. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a room where I've been watching one leader speak to somebody else and they're like, oh, that went so well. And I'm like, yeah, that didn't go the way that person thought it would go well, because they're just not aware of they're, they're really like putting on the title and talking about themselves and it's about them and their ego. They're not really listening to the other person. So I, that is my superpower. I can do that exceptionally well. Um, and I think that's just, yeah, from, from those early days of not wanting to talk and also growing up with an identical twin sister where she was always the loud, crazy one. And I was the quiet one that kind of observed all the time. Makes sense. Makes sense. Very receptive. That is a superpower in itself. <laughs> a very, very big superpower. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So what are so what are some difficulties? Because I heard you said you had a list. So can you talk a little bit more about that and maybe some other things that you had to overcome, like with your journey of pretty much where you're at now compared to where you started off at or whatever you mind sharing? Yeah, I mean, I had to, yeah, I over, had to overcome that lisp early on in my, uh, you know, late teens to get confidence. And I think retail actually gave me the confidence to be able to speak to customers because when I was in high school, like, I got teased a lot for it, right? But when I went into retail, customers liked me helping them and giving them good service and listening to them and asking them lots of questions. So that was really, really good thing. But then I also had to overcome not having a traditional college education for myself, because I always felt like I had imposter syndrome a little bit. Uh, I know women, a lot of women face this when they're in leadership roles. Mm -hmm. And particularly when you're moving up and you're getting more responsibility and you feel like, oh, I don't, I'm not qualified for this. Right. Or I'm not, um, yeah, I don't have the education for this. There's other people that can like take on this role. But over the years, what I did to overcome that was take like coaching certifications along the way. One of them being the John C. Maxwell coaching certification, um, so I took that and I took another two different qualifications, which made me have the confidence and the knowledge and the language to really speak about retail as an expert. So that was really, really helpful. So I'm an avid learner. And I think to overcome situations in your life, you just have to look at what you're learning from it. And then as long as you take action on it, you can achieve anything. So how did you develop this? Like, I mean, confidence doesn't just come overnight. I get that. And it takes time, but it has to be yeah. something that clicks. You know what I mean? Like, what is that clicking factor you feel like? Like, what was something where it was like, and I understand you did say you had a child. So that's definitely. A I have two. Oh, there you go. There you go. So that definitely is a super click. But I mean, it had to be something internally still because the motivation doesn't come from extrinsic things. It has to come intrinsically. So what is that for you exactly? Would you say that? mold that peak performance that you have I mean I just feel like I have a purpose on the planet and I feel like I don't want to leave the planet without <laughs> like actually achieving it because I'll be frustrated at myself oh, and like also you know and also like just I believe in karma and so I've been a really helpful person to people my whole life like if somebody I'll give you an example like if somebody emails me through LinkedIn like a student emails me I had this happen to me actually when I was working in a luxury brand in Canada 
And she said, you know, I'm looking for a placement and this and that. And she emailed seven different directors in the company I was in at the time. And I was the only one that responded. And I took her on. And seven years later now, she's got a senior buying position in a really big brand in New York. But I've been that person that's always been willing to help other people because I want people to feel valued. And I think that comes back to like, I can't even tell you how many things have happened to me because I've helped the right person. Right. So a lot of a lot of people don't go out of their way and just say, yeah, I'll help you because I can. They're like, I want to help you. What are you going to give me? Well, it's not about that. Right. If you give and you're in service to people, generally things will come back to you. So I think that's just that's what motivates me every day. Hey, that's that's insane. I mean, a lot of people don't really see that aspect. And I think that is a huge thing. Look, with your superpower that you have, apparently, that it kind of <laughs> complements. See, you have more than one power, it seems like. I do. <laughs> yeah. So I like that. I like that. I like uh, that. So I'm not saying the English the English accent probably helped, you know, living in the States. That probably helped. But, you know. Yeah, true. True, yeah. true, true. So where where do you so where do you see yourself? in the future as a peak performer? Like how and what are the things that you want to accomplish, you know, that you haven't accomplished yet? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I want Retail U to um, really disrupt uh, education in terms of I want retail to be seen as an educated job. Mm -hmm. And I want to build certified retail coaches because there's lots of coaches, business coaches right now in the world. But there isn't really a retail coaching certification program. So we want to have retail coaches globally all over the world. We want our programs translated into all different languages. And we want to be the number one retail online leadership education because we know that if we can build leaders because in retail, we will make a difference in the communities that we're in because retail is the third highest employment sector in the world, believe it or not. And it right fuels trillions of dollars and then the other thing is we are working with an organization called one voice one team out of canada who go into schools and they do youth leadership programs and so we've created a kind of a how to get your first job in retail with their leadership program and we package it together and then retailers are able to sponsor kids going through these programs because a lot of youth get a first job in a retail store and they learn a lot about life in those retail stores of working with a team showing up on time dressing for success how to communicate and it builds foundational skills that can help you go on to future other careers so we want to impact you know like minimum a million youth through this program and also just build retail you to a global global retail leadership brand i love it i love it i love it yeah, that's a, I like that goal. So I'm going to hold you to that it's now. A, I'm looking for it's, it. It's a big goal. That's okay. It's okay. I'm going to be looking for it in the future. Like, oh, that's April's project. That's, that's what I'm going to be looking for. Yeah. yeah I'm like, move over Simon Sinek. You know, I'm like, <laughs> we, like we want to be that brand, right? So uh-huh. that's what we're working on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Miss April, I appreciate your time. And I need you guys to go check out this website, retailu.ca. Hey, just say hey to her. Like she says, she loves to help. She loves to give information. She loves to help you expand yourself. And then you never know, she could learn something too because her superpower is just being receptive. So who knows? So you both might compliment each other. So I need you to check out her email, april at retailu.ca. I appreciate your time, April. Thanks, David. (laughs) 
Christopher Devian here. Thank you so much for listening to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. If you're a successful entrepreneur or intrapreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit our website at peakperformancegreatness.com. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot of your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. If you know somebody that could be a great guest, please tag them on social media to let them know about this program. And don't forget to include the hashtag Peak Performance Greatness. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We regularly put out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episode, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Your thumbs up, rating, and review go a long way to help us promote this show, and it would mean a lot to me as well as my team. You want to know more? Go ahead and visit our website at peakperformancegreatness.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or my YouTube channel at Christopher Didier. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Have a blessed and grateful day.